It's your boy, Next Level Will. It's the conversation sparkle, Tomo. And it's your favorite female DJ, DJ Nina Medina. And welcome to Next Level Convo. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back yo. to another, yes, another episode of Next Level Convos. This is something different, y'all. This is different. Usually it's me and Will. Yeah. That was me and Nina. Look at that. Yeah, this feels like, <laughs> I don't know. It don't feel right. Will, where you at? My, let's find Waldo. Man, they said the street's been waiting for a sensible episode anyway, right? Exactly. <laughs> Will always the one that's arguing with us and shit. We always on the same page. Now, look, now they're going to find a way to make us argue, right? Exactly. <laughs> so let's get the, let's you... get the y'all gonna say let's get the quick talk out the way. All right. How you been since um last episode? Man, things been uh things been going progressing pretty fast for me as far as like work wise. I just got a promotion and stuff like that. So congratulations. Thanks, man. Thanks. I, it sounded like that uh that like you said you was in that a creative funk. I was more like that funk. But in the professional world, it was like, look, man, some guy shake. And it just so happened. Maybe my uh my Mercury wasn't in Gatorade. I swear. Man. I swear. That's that's really that's really dope. That's big. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. I wanna I wanna start off high because I also wanna send uh condolences out to, you know, we we lost a couple people since the last time we've been on the show. Okay. Uh, not just rappers, but as far as like friends, you know, I had a couple friends lose some family members, so I want to send my condolences out to them. And we also lost a big homie a couple weekends ago, so I just want to say mm. rest in peace, Lurch, man. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, death is just it's it's, it's sudden. It's, it's oh. very sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. sudden. You like you don't know exactly. What yeah, it's it's. It's a little tough, you know, these days. Ever since the pandemic, it's like things haven't really gone back to quote-unquote normal in a way. Yeah. I mean, we've always experienced that, but it's just like, it's just been like like hitting us back to back. I mean, you get on Instagram every weekend and you like... Yeah, yeah. And it's uh it's uh, it's crazy because it's one of those things where you be like when it happens to like celebrities and stuff. I mean, it's always sad, but right. when it starts to get close home. to home, yeah, that's when you're like, damn, bro, like life is real. Life is real, and we getting older, and people are getting older, and it's something that we really can't run away from, you nah. know. Nah. No matter how you know how good life gets, you know the moments where things are like up, up. Yep. And then you like life is great, but then at the same time, it's like we getting older. People are growing, changing. Some people are transitioning, and it's a little tough, you know. It's tough. It, it is, it is. But I just want to, you know, I had to start off high, and I had to bring it exactly. down just a little bit. Now we're gonna go back to that high note again. Condolences, uh, again for anybody that's going through something. Yes. And hopefully, this podcast can help you get over that. Maybe if you go on the page, if there's no sad news, get on there, find a joke or something, man, because you got to find a way to smile nowadays. Yes, you do. You do. In this world. It's tough. But Mm. how you doing since the last episode? Um, Life been lifing. (laughs) Hopefully in a good (laughs) way. As as the good Tomo says, um, (laughs) 
life been life man but i'm still here you know i'm still awake i'm still living i'm still blessed you know i'm not sick in the hospital my child isn't sick so at the end of the day i'm still able to get up and work and do what i need to do so i'm good you know hey man gotta count your blessings yes we do since uh, since then though uh i know we kind of jumping all over the place and you know but the timeline right it's been going crazy like there's so many things is going on like i've been hearing from afar about cardi b and the girl akbar they back yes uh we got ice spice got all the girls ice spice and glorilla have officially taken over yes fellas future let us down he (laughs) gave us wait for you and these girls out here calling us a munch I swear. I mean, like, if Future was the one that was carrying, you know, the niggas, the city boys up the, up to the mountain, but Future that led out, led y'all ass down to a fucking hole, cause the yes. women, the city girls, is up, okay? All the way. Like, I'm. I just started with just go real and Ice Spice. Like, we can keep going. Like, Young Miami is about to be the next Oprah, and she, she got and Diddy. It, isn't that interesting now? <laughs> like of all people to have like a I mean not saying that you know anybody can do anything, but to know like where they started and then now, like what the fuck ain't she dating Diddy? Like up. 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 Yeah, up. the women are not playing this shit. They Foot is not fucking neck, around. Bro. Foot on our fucking neck. I swear. Cardi B um, out here saying, Y'all look good together. I think y'all should scissor. Look, how do I know the quotes? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's bad it's for us. It's so out funny here. because I saw someone on Twitter and they were like, is that where SZA's name from, come from? Is it SZA? <laughs> like, does it actually mean SZA? I mean, That's interesting. I, I don't know. No one SZA, she into all them, them candles and stuff like that. So it might mean something else. Like, <laughs> is it giving witchcraft? I don't know. It might be. You know, she into Who that knows? Erica Badu stuff. Listen, Her any man that's ever dated a woman like Erica Badu, if you notice, at first they were like at the top of their game, and then now they're like nowhere to be found. That's true, because Andre 3000 be playing the flute outside of a train outside station from what I heard. Outside of a fucking train station. Like, what the fuck happened to him? He was like a, he still is considered like a, a goat. Got my man playing the flute outside of a subway station. Common we ain't, ain't seen common and when the fuck have we seen common he was doing some movies but hey the only time you see common is if you bring up chicago like he'll pop yeah. up uh, like a leprechaun you say the word chicago <laughs> like that's crazy yeah common that's interesting ain't it? how the fuck somebody's one person that's how you know these women be putting the motherfucking sauce on the spaghetti <sighs> Oh, Jay Electronica was one of them too. Who? Jay Electronica. Who's that? Uh, see, <laughs> he another rapper. He was like, he's a good. Well, from what people say, I don't really listen to his music, but he was signed to Rock Nation, and some people say he's a good rapper. So, but he went over. Uh, he overseas now. Like uh-huh. after Erica Badu, he ran overseas. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. They say Whatever you look into her eyes, and it's a rap. Man, she's a Libra, right? Or Pisces? She a Pipe? Never mind. She is a Pisces. That's yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. That's like Rihanna. Make... 
Yeah, them motherfuckers is. Yep. They a little, they a little there. They a little, yeah, I can't explain. That's we fine. fire signs, you know what I'm saying? See, we we real chill, laid back. We don't really. We you know, we don't, yeah, we don't bother nobody. We just be chilling. Exactly. Like like fire signs do. It's them exactly. earth and water signs that be doing too much. Yeah, them other signs. I don't know about them, man. Them motherfuckers is everybody is crazy except for me. There we go. That's the way. <laughs> everybody is crazy except for me. And I'm I'm I'ma stick with that. I'm sticking I, with that. You need to put that on a t-shirt. Everybody is crazy except for me. That that's a good little uh a good little saying. You can put I don't that on care a t-shirt. And you can use it as a drop while you DJing. That's true. Hey, I'll send this snippet to you. Yeah, you should. You you the audio guy. <laughs> Everybody's crazy except for me. Dang. Nah, we want to nah, we want to trademark that. I see I see Issa Rae trying to steal that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's crazy except for me. So on a on a deeper deeper notes, um, we all know that the next next level dropped the documentary slash limited. I think it was like a limited. Oh, you mean Netflix? Limited. I wish we did. You mean Netflix? I mean Netflix. <laughs> I wish we did. I'm speaking into existence. Okay? There we go. go I'm ahead. speaking next level combo into an experience. I mean into existence. But Netflix <laughs> dropped the limited series. It's like a docu series. I don't know what you know what a uh, little umbrella is under, but um they dropped the Jeffrey Dahmer show, <clears throat> and it was basically about a serial killer who was a, um, I don't know the word to use, but he was basically murdering young black males and um, actually eating them and cutting them up. Apart from that, we're not going to shine any more light on this man because Mm -hmm. I I really don't even want to continue to explain. But I basically kind of feel like Netflix capitalized off the victims and the victims' families um, they didn't really reach out to any based on what I've read on the internet, but they didn't based on the article that I read online, they didn't reach out to any of the victims' families. And it's in a way it kind of seems as though they left the victims' families out of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this man killed 17 black, not all black men, but majority were minorities, and they were all gay men. And it's like, how does Netflix continue to um, capitalize on, I feel like, people who, you know, need the help? I mean, I'm sure they're making who knows how much money off of this because I even took the time to watch it because of what people were saying online. I'm like, let me go watch it. I didn't know that it was so gore and, like, disgusting. I had no idea. I... But for some reason, I just couldn't stop watching it because I wanted to get towards the end to find out what happened. So when everyone was on the timeline talking about Jeffrey Dahmer this, Jeffrey Dahmer that, and I also put the tweet up. I only knew about Jeffrey Dahmer from Martin Lawrence's uh, sketch. I mean, stand-up comedy when he was like, who's the white boy that was eating all the ass? Pause. And he was like, Dahmer, because he got off at first. And he was like, Jeffrey Dahmer was just up there eating people, watching cops and shit. And he's like, uh, what's the name? <laughs> it was from Martin. What? You so crazy. I never knew and, that. 
that's how I knew about it because I didn't know about all the serial killers. It was a few people I knew. I knew about the client. Uh, what is it? Dwayne Gacy or Casey? That was the oh, clown yeah, killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I knew about Ted Bundy. He was wild. yeah, Ted Bundy. Everybody knows about him. The Zodiac killer and Son of Sam. Those are like the only four main people I knew about. Mm-hmm. Like as far as from movies and stuff. Right. But I never knew about the Dahmer situation. I just heard he was eating people. So now I come in the house. I see it's on Netflix. I'm like, dumb. Is this what they? So I got mm-hmm. to watching it, and I was like, yo. It was a little too. It was a little too rough at, he at was certain. A wild boy. And it's not like he. And it, it's so sad because you know, like some serial killers, they kill whoever. You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't really matter. But he was literally targeting a specific genre, as you could say, of people, mm-hmm. and. They were majority black, and I think one of them may have been like Korean or Filipino. I don't want to say specifically, yeah. but like in the beginning, it was it was a couple. It was a little boy at first, which was mind boggling. First, it was animals. Like yeah, first it was animals. He started off killing and dissecting animals because his father kind of, in a way, introduced him to it. Yep. And then it just went from there, and it was just like. And I just couldn't stop watching it because I wanted to get to the end of the story to, you, you know, when see how he got, something like that plays out. Yeah. And how he, you know, went to trial and I knew he had passed away based on my readings. But it was just like, damn, you know, I feel like as a community, um, in some way, people continue to kind of like capitalize off of us in a way, you know? Not, not in a way, all the way. All like, the way, yeah. All the especially- way. They, with him, it was it seemed like he was doing the same thing. Like where Literally. It was where it was he went from and I think one of the uh episodes that I watched, because I'm not done, because I kind of fell asleep on some of it. Cause it was like I know I know the story, so I know how it's gonna play out and I really don't want to see how all of it's done. Yeah. But he was sitting down with the officers and they were asking him, you know, how officers was like, you knew what you were doing, right? He was like, yeah. yeah. He was like, he was like, so why didn't you stop? He was like, I did stop. But it was so easy that that's why I didn't stop. And it was like, what? And they and they also asked him, like, why did you pick out the people? Or did you know who you want to kill? Kind of like what you said, would they kill anybody? He's like, mm-hmm. I only dated, he said I only went after people who were beautiful to him in his eyes, right? So it was like, I guess it was a person. Oh, that's how it started. All right. If you haven't seen it, fast forward through this part. But yeah. it was it was a boy that he seen while he was working at a job somewhere. It was a little boy that had died and he seen his obituary picture and he was like, I thought he was beautiful. He said he wanted to dig him up from oh, yeah. his grave and lay with him. And they was like, Did you do that? He said, No, and because I couldn't do that is why I went on his killing spree. Like, I mean what? like what? That's some sick ass shit. Like it's, that's it's always like that when you listen to when you listen to these tapes and stuff, and I don't see how people find this stuff entertaining. But I guess if unless you're like a therapist or a psychologist who just wanna understand how the human brain works. But every time they talk to one of these serial killers in their situations, they always ask them like, what was it that t- triggered you? Or like, mm-hmm. why didn't you stop? And they'll always say it was so easy. Yeah. Like the DC sniper. And then they yeah. always do stuff for them to get caught. 
and the fact that let's throw that out there too like the police department or the police oh yeah like that shit during that situation and that was back in like the what between uh, the 70 like no that was late late, eight, late 80s early 90s yeah late 80s to like 1991 the police when you think of like how it is now and then back then like you would think that it's probably gotten worse but they've pretty much been neglecting us uh, the whole time like cool every single time like i watched this documentary on uh, vice about the dc snipers mm -hmm. and after his third like the third person he killed i think it was the dude of georgia avenue at the okay. by the laundromat right mm -hmm. remember they kept looking for the box truck or the white van right this is how you know the police never listen to black people and i watched this scene in Dahmer with a black member the black dude who who car broke down and he got oh away. yeah he told him that this dude tried to kill me, but the police was like, I can't do nothing about that. Yep. I fast forward it to be like how I try to make the correlation in the in the police system is that same thing happened with the DC sniper. He killed the dude at the laundromat. Like four or five mm -hmm. black people came out and told the police officers, they was like, I seen like this crazy caprice pull off right after I heard the uh it was like a box caprice. I seen it pull out of this lot, like right after the shots went off. He had no lights on. He's like, I just thought that was weird. So you all might want to check into that. And they was like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. 18, it's, four or five people later, what car they find him in? The Caprice. It was the Caprice. It was the Caprice. Yep. It's then, like, damn, like. Every time they get, they get a, they get tipped off and then they just be like, nah, that's too easy. It's like, what? Sometimes the easiest thing is the answer. Right. And it's like, damn, once again, I mean, when that was going on, I was like in the fifth, sixth grade. And it's yeah. like the police have been neglecting us from the beginning. But then when you think about it, why wouldn't they? I mean, when you think back during times when, you know, segregation was around, the police didn't give a fuck about us. No. So why would they have grown to, to learn or to gain you know, some type of love or care for us when they never really did. That's I mean, true. look at now. All these people done, these bodies done, you know, been dug, I mean, buried based on, you know, neglection from the police. It's like us as a people will never really get the recognition and the, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but what's due to us, you know? Yeah, I'll just do Amber, just a little bit of respect respect yeah it's like and after seeing this you know this this show and i mean you know based on other events that have happened in history and like you said the sniper situation it's like damn they just continue to like just like make money off of us and yeah. not even i mean in the movie i mean they did like a small tribute at the end but it was just like damn Y'all didn't even inform the families of the victims to let them know that y'all were doing it so that they may, could possibly be involved in that or, you know, or give even their aware. side. Yeah, their side or even aware. Can you imagine, like, let's say that was your father or your uncle or somebody that was in your family at the time and that happened and you, what was he, like, say, 91? So let's say, what year was you, was you born? I was 92, so that's 30, 29 years ago. Yeah, so I was born in 90, so let's just No, say 31, 31, like 30. Yeah, because I'm 32. Over right. 30. So I'm looking at it like I was born in 90. 
let's say like uh, I had an uncle or a cousin or something back in 91 that died. And I was always wondering why my mother's, let's say it's my mother's brother. And I'm wondering why she always was so sad about this. And then one day she go cut on Netflix. And let's and just say she, she just dropped something. And she's like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, what you tripping about? And then she got to sit there and watch a fake reenactment. And relive. Her, her family member died. And then you and got to she got to relive that shit. Like, she might have gotten back. past it, you know? Mm-hmm. All of them may have gotten past it. And it's like, now you reliving it. And now you fucked up for the next month or two. And nobody's reached out to you to talk about your family member nope. that passed away. Your son, your nephew, your grandchild. Like... It's it's really fucked up. It's really fucked yep. up. And they tried to humanize him too, like give him like they built up this big reason of why he could have been this person instead of just being like, no, bro, exactly. he was fucked up. Like at the end of the day, it's, he was fucked up. That's it. That's all. And then it's just really sad. As a as a as just overall. As Did you us, finish it? I did. I did finish it. So I did see the scene when he passed and his parents tried to get his brain put into a, um, sent to a, well, they did get it sent to a, um, like a college or something for them to work on it, to try to find, but they went to court and the father didn't want them to continue that, like basically legacy on. They wanted to get rid of it and just move on. I mean, that makes sense. Also, I mean, just to, for on as the father, I mean, I would want to get that shit out of the way because my son out here just killing harmless people for no reason for his, for him to get off, you know? Yeah. Somebody like, I want to eat your heart. And like some of the shit he was saying was crazy, but I I don't know how, just imagine being at a club and somebody just want to offer you a drink and now that leads you to you're going drugged. back to their house and now you're drugged. And it kind of makes sense, too, because, like, when I remember being a child, um, like, my mom's friends or my mom might be like, if somebody offer you a drink, don't drink it. And they ain't even mean, like, liquor. They just meant regular ass Anything. Anything. And I used to be like, what? But, <laughs> I mean, I would never take it. And then watching some shit like that, if somebody really drugged the shit out you and you passed out, can't fucking think, is, like, crazy as fuck. Yeah. Now you see where all them little sayings come from because they was like they lived through most of that shit. It's like, hey, yep, drop them a Mickey or a uh, or Rufy <laughs> shit like yep. that. You used to be like, what the fuck is a Mickey? Especially with us as kids, you like, who the fuck want to drug me? I don't give a fuck about but that. Come to find out, everybody. Nineties <laughs> was, I mean, the nineties serial killers was more sick than what we got now. Like they yeah, walked in grocery stores shooting shit up back then they was literally kidnapping you for days and your parents would never see you again like shit like that that shit is sad yeah. it's just i guess to in that conversation on you know this whole jeffrey dahmer bullshit is just we sometimes live our life and continue on and we partying you know popping bottles mm-hmm. lit the fuck up going on vacations on whatever we doing which is cool, you know, you do what you do, but at the end of the day, sometimes I think we as a people forget that we, people are benefiting off of, you know, the backs of our ancestors and us as a people, the things that we, you know, 
just when you look down to our hair and the, the styles that we wear our hair, I mean, those are things that our ancestors, you know, figured out and learned for themselves and people benefit off of that. You know, it's just so much that we do as a people and we don't get the correct recognition, you know? Yeah. Now, if now I'm glad you segued out of that because there's two things that I want to say, you know, just to put a button on that too. And we move on to something lighter. Uh, one is sometimes ignorance is really bliss. Like most people did not need to know about Jeffrey Dahmer and at the extent that you told us about him. Like, it's cool. Like my kids don't need to know about that. Like if nope. it's like, if it's in a book and they want to read about serial killers or there's a serial podcast that they want to go listen to about serial killers. Cool. But sometimes it's not for the masses. Like half the shit that's going on in the world. I do not. That's why I don't watch the news. Cause sometimes it's Me too either. much. It's too much. Are you ever I mean, we happy? don't, we don't need to know that um, someone, you know, and I mean, some of it is informational, so it's it's for you to be aware. Yeah. But some of it is just a bit too fucking much. Like, too we much. don't need to know. We don't we don't want to know that. It's just making me even more, you know, overprotective of my damn child. My child can't I, even go nowhere because I, I'm, I, I can't. And that's but, the gift and curse with Black Twitter, too, because... Sometimes, like I said, ignorance is bliss, and sometimes the information is needed. But dude, once Black Twitter get a hold of some shit, like as I ain't even gonna say Black people at Black Twitter, as Black people, we will know how to turn something into a joke. Like, yes, in a minute. I swear. Somebody said they gonna have. Somebody said Jeffrey Dahmer would have broke somebody down like some crab legs. Like they was wild. I was like, Black people just really <laughs> know how to. I think that. We've always had to do that That's in a true. way. That is true. We've never really been able to just, oh, life is over. I mean, oh, you know, me. self-pity. We got to find ways to, you know, continue to celebrate and enjoy. And I think that's why Black people, no matter what, we going to go and spend that motherfucking money on that damn Gucci. <laughs> we going to go and buy a fucking Benz or a fucking, um, what's the other electric car? Oh, the Tesla. Tesla and live in an apartment. We don't give a damn. We're going to make sure <laughs> that we are celebrating every day that we live, no matter what are the circumstances. We could be broke as hell and still out here spending our last on whatever. Nah, that's a fact. What would that's, they would say? That's a Fendi. Yeah. <laughs> what they say? No, no back. There we go. No, no back. <laughs> Look at that. No bad. Yeah, yeah, like you said, I think it's been programmed in the since uh since slavery that like look, you're gonna give us shit and we're gonna turn it into sugar. And that's also why I understand why racism exists. Because ain't yes. no way in hell as a human you gotta understand this too. Ain't no way in hell is there's always that one person that you just don't wanna see do good and they always do good and you just yep. like, all right, I gotta find a way to shit on this, like cause ain't yeah. no you turning up without me. And that's it's all like no matter yeah. what is also without it's whatever is thrown at us, we always we always prevail. We're like the serial, I mean not the serial killers, we like <laughs> the villains that always fucking win. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> or bad analogy, but hey, bad analogy, but, but no, I was gonna say we like roaches. We we always multiply. We <laughs> no don't die. We just what? multiply. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't die. We multiply. <laughs> no bullshit. No oh, matter yeah. how many times you spray us with that fucking raid, we coming back with a vengeance. No bullshit. And even with that, we find jokes in that. 
It's like roaches. Exactly. You ever spray the race roach. with ro- uh, a roach with some raid and they look at you and take off? Like, we shit. We definitely had to um, dedicate this uh, episode to our own people. We always talking about um, what celebrities doing and what they got going on and what, you know, new ass shots they done got or what injections Man. they got in their damn cheeks and shit. And it's like, we sometimes forget about us as a people and we Just forget to person, yeah. yeah to celebrate our ourselves our heritage our ancestry as who we are you know that's, that's a celebration in our in itself like we've prevailed from everything that we've been through as a people we continue to rise you know no matter what hey and i think that's important that is another thing uh have you seen the woman king no if you haven't, I'm gl- you built it up. So now I just look. You you put it at the rim. I'm a slam dunk it. There we go. I went and seen the woman king, and that right there is everything that you said. Speaking of the year of the woman or the decade of the woman, like that movie there taught me some stuff that I didn't know about the African slave trade. As far as wow. like that's how most. Well, we all knew that Africans were selling out the Africans to Europeans. Before. However, this one broke it down a little bit more. And I don't know how true it is, but the fact that the movie kind of enlightened me because I really didn't want to see it, but I'm glad I did see it. What was happening was like there were different colonies or tribes within Africa. Mm-hmm. Of course, everybody wants to fight for land because that's the most important thing. That's why they always exactly. preaching real estate, right? So uh, what they would do is anytime they would take over another tribe, depending upon the warriors, they would capture those warriors and then sell them off to the Europeans. But keep the women, at, at, for most parts, they would be like, all right, if the women want to stay, they have to become soldiers. If not, you got to work for your living. But the men will be sold off. And I might be giving the whole movie away, but y'all black, y'all still go see it. <laughs> so basically, somebody came to him and was like, we kind of doing the same shit. Like, why are we selling our own people? Like, we're giving our people to ca- captivity, regardless of they were warriors or they wanted us to die or not. They're mm-hmm. still our people. So why are we selling them? And I'm not going to tell you the rest of it, but that's that's just an, one of the morals of the stories is like, we got to find a common ground and stop giving away our stuff for money to the whites. Yeah, we sacrificing our own for... What type and again, I mean, we sacrificed in our own for gain that really amounts to not much when you think when you really think about it at all. And when you come from, let's let's look at it like this. This is a great metaphor. Where we come from, and the movie was cool too. But I, I'm I'm always thinking outside of the box when I'm watching. Right. If we can build our own, make money off of our own with our own, then why are we selling most of our own to them instead of just keeping that? cycle going in between each other and that's one of the things martin luther king said before he died he was like i think i led my people down the wrong door like segregation probably was the best way for us because we were prospering more as people when we were all just together once we got segregated and well desegregated and then started blending in with more white people and stuff we started looking at ourselves different it's like i want that that's nice and that's and it, it's so crazy because a lot of people don't like to say, you know, Martin Luther King is wrong and, you know, Everybody. Martin Luther King. But we all, you know, make mistakes. And I think that's really true. If we would have stayed segregated, 
segregated. <laughs> Us as a people probably would have been somewhere else. I mean, during during segregation, was that when Black Wall Street came about or was it after? I think it was well, it probably started before then and then it came after. Right. Okay. Because they were like that's one of those situations where they was it's like gentrification with Harlem where they say y'all go live down there because we don't want that shit and this goes on to what we said earlier y'all go down there because we don't want it and then we made it lit and they're like oh shit it's lit now down. we want it's, it back it's lit on U Street let me go back down there and see what they talking about oh well there's 14 abandoned buildings here I can buy those because they don't know about that so let me buy this building here and buy this building there next thing you know I'm about a whole block and now you and all got go. like Barry Farms exactly a lot of places and then all the people are doing is moving from there and coming to maryland and i feel like the same shit gonna keep happening over and over again so they push us far far away well it kind of did happen in maryland and don't quote me on this but when they first started everybody went to pg county so i was like landover Bowie, you know then after a while i think Bowie and all them was like hey y'all nobody keep sending everybody out here that's why everybody ending up out waldorf now they pushing yep. everybody down to Charles County. They are in Charles. A lot of people are in Charles County now. Yeah. Like Charles County, St. Mary's County, up there yep. in Waldo. I think that's PG was like, that's enough. Yeah, it was. Because I remember there was a time um, when I was younger and a lot of people that were living in like D.C. or they were from and the area, but the area was already like, you know, done like, like they, did they were in school with me in upper marlboro and i'm like what the yep. fuck is going on yep the city pushed everybody out they pushed them to pg then pg was like all right we're gonna push everybody out you know what they do is it's just raise rent they already know mm -hmm. most of these people on subsidized living so they're just gonna raise the rent and get get you out of there <clears throat> I, and i think to us having you know speaking on shout out to will even though he's not here today um our investors page our next level investors account i think mm -hmm. that's why it's important that we have things like that to um teach our people and get them enlightened on you know yeah. just managing your money and taking care of you know you and also just us as a people got to do better with our lifestyle the way we eat oh my goodness like we we're, we're literally um leaning on the fast food uh chain food That's chain true. whatever you want to call it we're leaning on them to uh new to get our nutrition and we're literally fucking dying off that shit we're yeah, not so we're not living we're not you know so we as the people gotta eat better me too shit hey, I, I like <laughs> i like french fries you know I want I want a little hamburger here and there, but we gotta do better as the people eat better, you know. And that's the way that we're going to elevate af aside from all the other shit. Like eating better, managing our money, yeah, investing. So for the most part, what they say is, man, if you think the level that you're at now, you're stuck at, don't ever think that. You could always take that to the next level. And this was next level. Peace. Man.